This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The Glossing Detangler and Perfect Conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana. And Jonah. And welcome back for another episode of Seeing Seeing Other People. People. This is a very different kind of episode because, well, first of all, it's not a Tuesday that you're listening to this Mm, on. Good point. Second of all, there is a certain day of the year coming up this coming Sunday that, you know, not everyone is a fan of. What's that day called, Jonah? It's called Sunday. It's called Sunday. You know, those Sunday scaries. <laughs> yeah, it's called Sunday. It's, it's the day also, before Monday, the day after day Saturday. before Monday. It's also called, in some countries, it's called Valentine's Day. Mm, and, cringe. Uh, I just got tense. Not in a good way. Well, I'll, I mean, you don't like Valentine's Day a lot? I feel like you do like Valentine's Day. Well, why I do mean, you think that? Because I think, I mean, on this podcast, you're all about like trying to find love and like you love love and like Valentine's yes, and Day. How, and how often do I well, you actually don't like have Valentine, you, you don't like Valentine's Day when you're single. I've celebrated one Valentine's Day in my life and it was in 2012. Oh. How so, was it? I mean, it was with my high school boyfriend, so it was good. What did you guys actually, do? Well, actually, here's the thing. Yeah. I remember... And this is like what's kind of so fucked up about Valentine's Day to begin with is that there's so much pressure and there are so many like levels of expectations. I guess we're getting right into it. We're just getting into it. That's that's what good podcasts do. There's no reason (laughs) small talk. 
we, you know, so like in high school, I don't know, I think a lot of high schools do this, but like they send out like carnations to people. Like you can like go pay a dollar and then someone will walk around like the day of Valentine's Day and hand out flowers to people. You can like send flowers, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was in like first period, no flowers from Matt. Second period, no flowers from Matt. Third period, no flowers from Matt. And I'm like, what the hell? All I've ever wanted is a fucking carnation from my boyfriend on Valentine's Day. Mm. And I was so upset. I was like, I was genuinely mad at him. I'm like, how could he not think of this? Like we've been dating for like almost a year now. Like I'm so upset. Like, did he forget? And I was like, I wanted to cry. I was so upset and like crushed by the fact that I didn't have a carnation delivered to me. And then I'm like, are people like, like laughing at me because like my own boyfriend didn't send me carnations. And then I finally saw him like maybe between like fourth period, whatever, when we like would see each other and I opened my locker and there were roses and a teddy bear and chocolates. And he was there and he was like, the carnations weren't good enough for you. I had to do something more. And I was like, Oh my God. And that's the thing. It's like, we, we know, like it was better than what I wanted, but like, I was upset at the initial, like, I didn't get these dollar carnations from my boyfriend. Like, it's like, there's so many different expectations and so much pressure. And like, what did you do for him? Um, I think I also got him, and this was eight years ago, nine years ago. I think I also got him like a teddy bear and chocolates and when did you give him the teddy bear and the chocolates? Probably. You were, waiting always, for him, you were waiting for him to, to do probably something. Probably at the end of the day, I probably left it in my car because I would always, I was a year older right. than him. So I had my license and he didn't. So I would always drive him home from school. So I probably did it at the end of the day. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But Interesting. <laughs> I like that on Valentine's Day, you got to get like the, like, um, like the, like the Scooby-Doo Valentine's Day cards. And like, you know, you used to hand them around to everybody in class and everyone got one very well, that's the thing. It was everyone got one. Very socialist approach to, yeah. I think that's socialist approach to Valentine's Day, which I think is cool. I mean, look, at the end of the day, people say this, but Valentine's Day really is created by Hallmark to sell cards. 100%. Would you know it's Valentine's Day if you didn't walk into a CVS or a Dwayne Reed or a Walgreens or whatever, or a Kmart? Like, no. Literally in LA, I always used to joke that the only way you knew what season it was, was by going to a CVS. So it was a Christmas, Easter, Valentine's Day. Although so I did true. just go to a Dwayne Reed and they had Easter stuff in there. And I was like, damn, that's fucking early. Well, that's the thing. I started seeing Valentine's Day stuff in the beginning of December. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Well, best like, this was not on my radar. It shouldn't be on my radar right now. And you're going to yeah. do this to me. Best day to buy candy would be day after Valentine's Day. Monday, get ready. Yeah. I had a Valentine's Day. This is such a stupid thing. And we, I, my first question I want to bring up actually is how long into dating somebody is it appropriate to do something for Valentine's Day? And I'm going to tell you what I did that was not appropriate. I had a first date on that Valentine's Day, which I actually thought would be fun and ironic. I think I've done a couple of these as I'm thinking about it, but this one was a mistake because what happened was she and I went on a first date on Valentine's Day. We met on that really shitty app called Raya. Sorry, Raya. It's a <laughs> shitty app. No one talks I, to each other. You're overpriced. I've, it drains I've never battery. been accepted. I've written them like very strongly worded emails. And you're not missing out. You're not missing out. Yeah. So we met on Raya. This is when I was living in LA and we go to a place in Silver Lake and it's like a really dope restaurant. And I'm like, oh, I really should have looked into this more. It's a prefix menu. <laughs> Everyone who's there is like a legitimate couple and it's me and this girl on a first date and she is quiet. She's like very, very, very pretty, very beautiful, but she is fucking quiet. And like, it's the, it's me playing the Jimmy Fallon role of like, give me something to work with, with the love yeah. of God. 
And I, maybe she was nervous. Maybe she was like, why am I out with this dude on Valentine's Day? But like, we both agreed to this. It's not like anyone had to be there. Yeah. And eventually we sort of found our footing, but it was like a four course meal prefix. I think it was like a $200 fucking dinner. And I'm like struggling artist living in LA. I'm like, I can't spend 200 bucks on a stranger for <laughs> dinner on Valentine's Day. Like what a waste of money. And lo and behold, we did this date, whatever, like it happened. It's a fun story, I guess. I think we kissed, but I was like, what a mistake yep. to do a first date. Cause you can't go anywhere cause it's all prefix menus. And it's right. like, I never saw this person again. There've been other cases where I've like maybe seen the person on Valentine's day afterwards, but to this, to this, to get to the question, Alana, how many dates or is it not a, is it not a night? How many dates till you can do Valentine's day with somebody in a way that's like cool, but also maybe it's not dates, right? Maybe it's, the emotional yeah. calendar. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not the number of dates because you could you could have like four dates with someone and still be like, I don't know how I feel about this person. Or you could have like one or two dates and be like, wow, like I cannot wait to see them again and feel like you can bring up Valentine's Day and be like, let's just hang out on Sunday because why not? It's a perfectly good day to have a date and we can be like, LOL, Valentine's Day. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it totally depends on where you are at with that person and what the connection is like and how you're feeling about each other so far. But if you if you're like super stressed, I know a bunch of you wrote into us that you're feeling like you're a few dates in with someone and you or you're not you've been dating someone and you're not official. And there's that stress and that unknown of like, am I going to do Valentine's Day with them? Am I not? I mean, it, it is a tricky thing where like, I just wouldn't put too much pressure on it. Like I would just plan a date for the weekend and see what day it ends up falling on or be like, Oh, well, Valentine's day is Sunday not to make a big deal out of it. But do you want to hang Jonah? What do you think? So wait, what is, so what is the take that you should just make a date for the weekend? I don't understand. What I don't the know. Take. I don't, don't have an answer. I don't, I don't have an answer. You're right. I don't yeah, have you, an well, answer. You just said that meant absolutely nothing. I'm calling <laughs> you out here. You just did something that like, typically you have I some substance to those. Hey. Yeah. No, typically you have like a really good take on substance, but what that was, was a non-answer. Just it was words. a non-answer. You're right. You're right. And you got, that's, 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 yeah. that's what I'm here for. But I think that some of the people on our, where we were talking about this on the story, thank you to everyone who tuned in and wrote in questions on the AMA day on Sunday. I think that what we learned is that people are like waiting for someone like what it is, is not so much. Should I do something with somebody? It's like, I'm waiting for them to like ask me out on Valentine's day or something to that effect. And as we've tried to make this case on this podcast, many times you should just take initiative and ask if you want to do something with somebody on Valentine's day, ask what their plans are. And as a guy, if a girl asked me, woman asked me, what am I doing on Valentine's day? And I'm like three dates in with her. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, she wants something too serious. It's just kind of fucking fun to hang out on Valentine's Day because it is this day where you're sort of rewired to be at an equilibrium of caring about each other. You could be in a fight one week. You could be playing the game of like who likes who more one week. But on Valentine's Day, if you're hanging out, you both like each other. There's no questions. You're not yeah. going on a date with someone who doesn't like you on Valentine's Day. So it kind of does create a mutual sense of emotion um, across the board. So that's my take. What, what if the person is like, no, <laughs> like what if they don't want to hang out on Valentine's day? Cause I feel I think, like if you put yourself out there and ask and, and you don't get the answer you're hoping for, like that's kind of crushing. It's totally crushing, but I wonder you, the answer you're going to have to figure out is, is it no, because it's just like they have this idea built up in their head that Valentine's day is just like this, you know, 
pedestal type day where it's, you have to be in love or whatever, yeah. or is it because I just don't want to see you again? And yeah. so it's a matter of being able to distinguish that. If they say to you, no, I don't want to hang out on Valentine's day, but what about we hang out? on Tuesday, then you're fine. Exactly. And I actually, I was talking to a friend of mine maybe a week or so ago, and she had been going on a few dates with someone and he actually asked her in advance, like wanting to make a reservation for Valentine's Mm. day. And she didn't know what to do because she has like, she's pretty scarred about like another person and Valentine's day that happened like in the past year or two. And she was like, I, like him. I want to see him, but I don't want to see him on Valentine's day. Like I was really looking forward to just sending it like with my roommate and just like having like a girl's day and not like pretending Valentine's day isn't happening because I don't want to like be thinking Valentine's day because of what's happened in the past. So I was like, okay, that's totally valid. And that's something you should just say. Like I actually was like looking forward to spending the day with my friends, but let's hang out the next day. And I think that's totally fair. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Well, okay. So a lot of some people who are going to be alone on Valentine's day this year, first of all, if you entered our giveaway, thank you for entering the giveaway by this point in time, actually the winner is going to be announced today, isn't it? Winner's getting announced today. Okay. So congratulations to that person. Timeline. We're recording this on Monday. Today's Monday, February 8th. Yeah. What? This is coming out Thursday. You can. It's coming out Thursday, the 11th. And hold on here. Here's a little lineup for you because we are trying to make, this weekend fun and not intense and not scary. So this episode's coming out. You're listening to us on Thursday. Uh, on Friday, we have an Instagram live with our very good friend who runs the account ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is going to be so much fun. We're going to answer all of your questions. That is at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Friday. And then on Sunday, on the day, we're going to do an Instagram live so that if you're spending it with a friend, if you're spending it by yourself, if you're at home with your family, whatever, you can hang with us. So that's also going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. So we're here with you. We're also single. We're also like, well, I was going to, I was going to say, I'm going to take a step away from my very serious girlfriend that I'm, we have a dinner (laughs) planned. I'll step away and do an Instagram live while we're at the table. So kind. So kind. So, um, and it's going to be really fun. If you are alone on Valentine's day, let's get into some things that people can do to make the most of the day. Again, if you enter this giveaway, you're going to get a lot of great goodies and we will do future giveaways. So, but it's real. So some, there's a winner. It was not a scam. You can like, which I think most of these giveaways are, but because now are on their way to you. That's right. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across, and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer-owned, Vermont-grown Sunset Lake CBD. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started Presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a Presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone, Presently has your back. 
Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Um, the biggest, well, com- yeah. Well, I was first, gonna say the, sure. You know, who's going to talk here, Lana? You go. I just wanted to say that first of all, 75% of you who answered our poll said that you feel less anxious about Valentine's day this year, which hmm. is incredible. And I'm so happy to hear that. And I think that's because obviously like the pandemic, the world we're living in, it's hard to make plans anyway. And it's, hard to date. And so I feel like as someone who's single, that automatically puts less pressure on it. Like you don't have to be doing something. You don't have to be going somewhere because we're technically not supposed to be going anywhere anyway. And so I think that's something that's unique to this year and um, kind of something that we should enjoy where like, even if our relatives ask us like, Oh, like, who are you celebrating Valentine's day with? What are you doing? Or why don't you have a date for Valentine's day? Like we're in a fucking pandemic. We're like, it's okay that we don't, it's, it's normal. Yeah. So I just wanted to say like, shout out to everyone who has kind of taken that into heart and been like, you know what? It's okay that I don't have anyone to spend Valentine's day with. Yeah. I think a lot of people aren't even going to get that pressure. I think it's like yeah. a, you create that in your head. No one's going to be like, why are you alone on Valentine's day during the fucking pandemic? <laughs> everyone was true. alone on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, you know, Very it's true. like, you don't have to, don't expect that from anybody and don't amplify that anxiety in your head. Um, the biggest stressor from our poll, though, seemed to imply that people are more so just bothered by all the Valentine's Day posts yeah. that exist. And we also have this working theory that the happy you, happier you are as a couple, the less you really need to post about it, which I think can be interpreted many different ways. And I think everyone's got their own little story. But in general, I would agree with that. I yeah. think in general, the more you're posting these like happy moments with your significant other, the more I don't really fucking buy that you're that happy together. (laughs) And that being said, you want to have these memories. So you want to take photos and you want to, you know, share them in some capacity on your feed or whatever. I I totally get that, but I don't know. It's like, it's kind of like they look at the bachelor none of these relationships last and they, they're most publicized things. And like you, you see them go off and go off the show and they're always posting with each other. They have no individual life there's no individuality that exists as right. a bachelor contestant after that show they're they don't all fucking last so and all they do is post about each other so that again extreme example but like i don't know a lot of you probably have a lot of friends that you see who are constantly posting with a significant other can you tell when a breakup is imminent based upon how much someone's posting i mean i'm not gonna lie i've had friends who are like going through hard times with their significant other and they're like that that's when they update their profile picture on Facebook to a photo of the two of them, or that's wait, when they wait, like, wait, wait, explain that. What do you mean? <laughs> like when the hard times are happening, when the hard times are happening is like when they'll post something. <laughs> Interesting. Is it, you think it's a way to sort of create some sort of false reality? They're basically Wanda visioning it. They're trying to create the false memory of like, we were happy once. Yeah. And then yeah. also getting like the extra, like love in from people 
people who are like commenting like, oh my God, perfect couple. And then like in your head, you're like, yeah, like people think we're the perfect couple. We are. Um, So I think that definitely plays into it, um, which is interesting. But yeah, I I, I do. I, I definitely think that with obviously there are some exceptions, like people who are like content creators or do Instagram for a living or generally posting more. Um, but right. I do think for the average person, like those Instagram pages that you see where every other picture is a picture of them with their significant other, like, first of all, like maybe they don't necessarily have that much of a life outside of that person, which isn't healthy to begin with. True. Um, and second of all, yeah, maybe they are just trying to, to create this illusion that they are happy. Though, of course, like not to bash on anyone, you could totally be happy and in a great relationship and like just taking a bunch of really cute pictures with your person wanting to share them. That's totally valid, too. But I think the general rule of thumb we've seen. So very simple concept here. If seeing people on social media happy is going to bother you on Valentine's Day, just don't go on social media. Put the phone away. Delete Instagram for the day. Um, You could also just think to yourself, these people aren't actually that happy. Um, is your choice if you do need to be on the Instagram, but that's the first biggest thing to say is that obviously I, I hope we're all at the point where someone's happiness is never, ever, 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 ever accurately portrayed on social media. They yeah. can be very happy on social media and still be happy in real life, but it's not the same level of happiness. Right. And it's not about the things that you think they're happy about and vice versa. They could be very, I mean, it's just so textbook. So I really yeah. hope we're not looking at that. But yeah, take, take the day off if that's your biggest concern. If you know that that's what's going to cause you the most anxiety or if you know that you have an ex that you're not over that's now in a new relationship and you are dreading seeing them post, just take the day off because it's actually going to make you feel so much better beyond the whole like Valentine's Day thing. Just yeah. taking a day off of social media will make you feel a hundred times better about life. Um, and we will forgive you for not tuning into our Instagram live that night. That's there true. will be, there That's will be true. plenty more. Again, you can tune in on Friday instead of Sunday, but yeah, we, we would love to see fewer people on our IG lives knowing that you guys are not on Instagram. All right. So what can some people do that their phone is now away, Alana? What's some things they can do just during the day as a fun activity on Valentine's Day? Well, what can't they do? The world is their oyster. Look, you're listening to this. It's a few days before Valentine's Day. Go on Amazon, go to the store and find an activity to do. I have been loving my coloring books, as you guys probably know by now, um, I have like five of them now and multiple sets of markers. And I love just like tuning out and coloring, whether it's by myself or with a friend. I just started another puzzle and I started that with a friend the other day. And we spent like hours just puzzling and blasting music. And I don't think we picked up our phones once. Um, you could get a new video game or a new book or start binging a new show or watch like the entire Harry Potter series, like whatever you, is that correct to say series for a movie? You could could say series. You could say saga collection. I don't think it's the Harry Potter saga because sagas imply multiple sagas. I think it's the Harry Potter trilogy. Well, no, because it's not. There's there's multiple. Um, I would just say the Harry Potter series. Sure. That's, that's watch all of the Harry Potters, watch all of the hunger games or anything um that you've ever enjoyed so i think definitely and those are just like inside activities that you can do obviously we're in new york it's really cold so it's hard to do things outside but if you are somewhere where it's warm go for a hike go to the beach go anywhere like go for a long drive 
I'd yeah, say I'm trying just to think, like do I'm, something. Yeah, I'm trying to think just like these are such like broad, like like this could you could do this on a Monday. I just I think maybe on Valentine's Day, right? It's just like if you want to embrace it, embrace it as like a self-love thing or like hang out with your friend in a safe way on Zoom or in real life if you're in the same pod, whatever that is. Use as an excuse to fucking get drunk if you yeah. drink, um, to eat chocolate, to watch some rom-coms. Like, I don't think, I actually think there's more people not celebrating Valentine's Day than there are those celebrating Valentine's Day. So it's like, yeah. Find you know, who, who cares? Now, that being said, um, let's talk about some of the positives about being single. There are a lot of pros to being single. There and are so many. You wrote down in our Google Doc a term that I've never heard before, but I, I really love it. It says both sides of the bed. Is that like a thing that people say? No. Oh, but that's the idea is that you can, if you're single, you, you have both sides of the bed. You have the whole bed. You yeah. don't, you can sprawl, you can starfish, you can like be upside down or horizontal or diagonal. Mm -hmm. Like enjoy that. Enjoy the fact that you get the whole bed. Enjoy the fact that when you put music on, you're controlling the playlist and the aux and you can play whatever the hell you want. Yeah, uh, that's a great that's a great point. Yeah, I think you realize when you're in a relationship, when you're seeing something, when you have somebody sleep over, you're like the first thing you do really kind of miss is just your freedom that you have in your bed to move and sleep wherever you want. So I completely agree with that. Um, nobody's, you know, no one's alarm is going to wake you up two hours before yours does. Um, you don't have to run your plans by anybody. You skip the toilet paper one. You don't like the toilet paper one. I, I just like, you know, it does, that, that implies like a serious relationship. So I was like, fair, I don't fair, know. Fair. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about someone else. Um, what someone else is doing all the time. It's these are, this is just a great list. I, Alana, I feel like you were maybe like writing like a little diary entry. Like, why am I happy and single? Your apartment decor can be your apartment decor. Yeah. You can have things as clean, as messy as you want. You can you set can, the thermostat to whatever you want. Leftovers. They're all yours. You don't have to worry about someone eating that last bite of like homemade mac and cheese that you slaved over. Cause it's all yours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're done okay i i was confused i thought you were hijacking the list there you that you wrote that i thought we were just like, gonna go back and forth you know oh, okay like, i don't think we're going a, back and forth you get you, a happy and single bullet can, i get a happy and single bullet. <laughs> you control the playlist again another uh, although i've become the more i've been like you know doing the dating thing the more i've just not given a shit about what people think about my like honest personal choices in life yeah so if you're sleeping over it's going to be New York jazz or rainforest sounds, or you're going to wake up to the soaring over California theme song from Disneyland. <laughs> like, I just don't give a fuck. And it's actually like one of my things I've been doing in my like personal dating life to like, kind of like, I feel like, and this is a, this is sort of tangential, but I think some listeners might find this interesting is I've just been kind of getting weirder. Cause I'm living alone. Right. Yeah. And like I've becoming getting weirder and caring so much less to the extent that I'm almost like testing people where I'm like, okay, I used to really, I didn't care what people thought I was like always going to play, play smooth, play, play it cool, play it safe. And I would find that people would for the most part, like want to hang out again and like want to see each other again. And now I'm like, what if I was just like, so insanely unconventionally myself, like yeah. not, um, unapologetically myself that like, now I'm starting to think, oh, there's no way they want to see me again in a way that I'm like, thank God I don't have to see that person again. But like, um, so I've been like, just like 
just been doing it, but it's having a really positive effect where it's like, people are like, actually like, I don't care. You know, like this is right. cool. like this person. And I'm sure to her, she's like, this dude's so like strange, <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just a funny, I just don't give a shit anymore. No, I'm, I'm kind of doing the same. Like if you are coming to my apartment after a date, you're going to hear driver's license on repeat for about two hours. You're yes. going to have to look at my coloring books and see all the different pages that I've colored. You're going to have to hear about the Jonas brothers and you're going to see like what's in my fridge and like all that weird shit. That's just like super unique to me. And I think yeah. it's funny. And I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you that I'm kind of embracing just like, all right, this is who I am. And I'm not really going to try and like be cool. I'm just going to be me. And if they like that, great. Yeah. They'll, then they have a lot more driver's license in store for them. They'll get to know the word. They'll get to know the words yeah. by heart. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of reasons to embrace being single and, and be happy on this day. Um, we have a few date fails that we want to throw in here just right. to, to give you some laughs to again, remind you why being single and not having to maybe go on a date on this day is fun. And, and just for, for shits and gigs. Let's we can alternate these Lana. That's a fun idea. Great. You get a date fail. I get a date fail. Do you want me to take the first one? Take the first one. <laughs> short. Okay. This one's short and sweet. And also very on brand. Was this me? <laughs> An hour into the first do we think it's day or date? Date. Okay. An hour into the first date, he says he loves me. Yikes. There you Yikes. go. Um, I went on a first date with an incredibly boring guy in an attempt to overcompensate. I went into some sort of, what's that word? Gregarious? Gre uh, gregarious. Is that a word? Gregarious is certainly a word. I don't know what it means. Let me check. I haven't done my SAT vocab words in quite some time. Okay. In order an attempt to overcompensate from this super boring date, uh, I went to some sort of gregarious, gregarious. overdrive. So, yeah, it means so, being over social, sociable. Oh. It means being sociable. Perfect word for that. Yeah. Um, now we learn something. Learn something new every day. You guys learn something on this podcast. This resulted in me laughing so hard at my own joke that I rocked forward, headbutted the table, split my eyebrow open. I split my eyebrow open and bled all over him, explaining my black eye and work the next day was a real hoot. Fascinating. <laughs> so boring. I went to some there. So I rocked the board. Yikes. Yep. Um, is it all one paragraph? It's here? all one. Copy you. I was on a date at a bar in NYC and we had two rounds of drinks. He suggested a third and I agreed. So we ordered another pint of beer. Halfway through the third pint, he says, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go outside to smoke. Okay, sure. He goes outside <laughs> and 10 minutes past, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I look outside and he's not there anymore. Did he get kidnapped? Murdered? I texted him asking him what the fuck WTF was going on. He responds that he wasn't really feeling the date and then ran into his ex-girlfriend on the street and it took <laughs> and took it as a sign. So he just left. Meanwhile, I was stuck with the bill for six drinks. Dating in NYC, right? <laughs> okay. Now, if we think that's true, that the ex-girlfriend did in, do you think that, do you think that detail is correct? Do you think he was lying about that? Or do you think that was the truth? I feel like that's a super bizarre thing to make up. Like, how would you even make that up? I agree. I mean, he also had the courage to like get up and like leave. So like, why does he need to add a lie into it? Like he could have just, right. you know, like <laughs> it doesn't help. But what would you have taken that as a sign? If you were on a shitty date with somebody that you didn't like them at least. And then you go outside because you're like, I don't know how to get out of this. <laughs> and then you run into your ex. 
wouldn't that be a sign to like i don't know if he's necessarily like it's fucked up but like i kind of see the like what happened here well here's the thing is like i don't know if it's a sign that like i shouldn't be on the state but like i i wonder like did he leave with his ex like did they get into a catch-up conversation and then we're like yeah do you want to get out of here you know which like in that case oh i guess i'm assuming they did did they not is that not implied he took it as a sign, so he just, I don't know. I don't know. Up, up to interpretation. I thought they left together. So if that, I guess I condemn it if they didn't leave together, but that if it, they did leave together, that's kind of romantic. And uh, I'm sorry, yeah. you have to pay for six drinks. But. Yeah. Um, all right. We were going to the movies and he was being very touchy throughout and I wasn't about it. Honestly, if he were just normal, I would have hooked up, but he was very pushy. And then towards the end of the movie, he had to, quote, go to the bathroom, end quote. And it was at the credits and he ha- hasn't come back. And I'm like, he definitely left, didn't he, LMAO? I got a text that said, are we going to fuck or nah? I didn't even respond yet. And I left the theater. When I got home, I texted bye. And he said, good, because I dipped anyway. <laughs> Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your love life? Maybe you're in the thick of modern dating or you're wondering if the person you're with is your person. Whatever your situation, I have the perfect podcast for you. It's called Dateable, your insider's look into modern dating, hosted by Julie Krafchick and Yue Shu. They talk about it all, from why you're choosing the wrong partner and how to stop, to how to actually go from matching on the app to getting on a date, to securing your anxious attachment and everything in between. Julie and Yue have been on Seeing Other People, and I've been a guest on their podcast too, so if you're looking for a great starting point, check out my episode of Dateable, season 15, episode 10, Is It Chemistry or Anxiety? Guys, this podcast is incredibly relatable, insightful, and oftentimes hilarious. Wherever you start, Dateable will help you feel inspired to date differently and create a love life that works for you. You can subscribe and listen to episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts every Wednesday and Sunday. So check out Dateable and thank me later. Yikes. Wow. That's just like... That's that sucks. Yeah. Never, never text someone on a date saying, are we going to fuck or not? Nah? That's like what not to do. Again, we're yeah. learning something here. What not to do. I that. wonder if that's ever worked for anybody. Like, why would you even think to send? That's so I, stupid. I, I, I don't know. Um, is it just this one right here? Yeah. Yep. Or does it include this bottom part? No, no, no. It's just that one. <laughs> okay. He says, I'm a Capricorn. What about you? I respond, I'm a virgin. Then after an awkward five to 10 minutes, there's a lull in the conversation and I feel the need to tell him that I am sexually active and a Virgo. Needless to say, this was our only date. That's really funny. Wait, is vir- but virgin's not a sign, is it? No, it's Virgo and she accidentally said virgin. I don't think she accidentally said it. I think she said it as like a joke. Why would oh, you say maybe. I'm a... And then she, but that's like, doesn't even work. Bad joke. I don't know. Bad joke. It's I don't like, think it was a joke. I don't think, I think, I think it was, she legitimately, I, accidentally I think she legitimately said, accidentally said virgin instead of Virgo. Copy. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right. Next one. Man turned out to be extremely religious, got hammered, proceeded to tell me the difference between the father, the son and the Holy spirit kept grabbing my leg, telling me he was concerned he wasn't enough of a man for me, then told me he's never moved out of his parents' home. He was 37 and won't until marriage. End of the date, tried to kiss me and sent me a dick pic the next day. Oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge what the fuck. By the way, Alana, this was a great idea by you. I love these date fails. We should do these every episode. I'm so down. Like three every episode. 100%. How did we do this? We just said date fail Friday. This is just from our listeners. Yeah. These are from previous submissions from people. So we love it. 
met the guy for the first time. He told his parents about me and within a week asked me to marry him and move to Canada with him. So weird. That is so hmm, weird. That is weird. That is very weird. I need more details though. Also, like, is it Montreal? Is it like the middle of nowhere, Canada? I have, I have a lot of questions. Did he like say, you know, like want to get hitched or did he get down on one knee? I need to yeah. know. I, I need, I need this to be like drawn out for me. I agree. Tell I us wanna, more details. I want to recap. Um, called her the wrong name. Have you ever called somebody the wrong well, name, Alana? No, because here's the thing I'm actually, so I'm really bad at names. Like if I meet someone in person, I need them to tell me their name like four times before I remember it. For sure. And so I'm always actually afraid to call someone by their name. Cause I mm. have this like internal fear that I'm going to call them the wrong name. So mm. I just don't like, smart, I will smart. go out of my way to like wait for an opportunity to just like start a sentence rather than, or like, you know, or instead of like going up to someone, like I just, I won't, I'll do whatever it takes to not say someone's name. Uh, have you? Uh, I, it, no, no, it's a good tactic. I mean, I, I don't think I know. I never have. Maybe someone thought I did once and I like sincerely just like mispronounced something, but I've never yeah. actually called someone the wrong name. I, I, yeah. I do have, I'm bad with names as well though. So that's a, that's a thing. Right. Let's do the last one again. This is another lesson moment, teachable moment. Again, another what not to do. He spent over two hours showing me the hottest nudes he got from other girls. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. Did you ask to see them? I mean, I'm just like, how did that even happen? Do you want to see these nudes? Like, what's that? No, like, what is that? How does that happen? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But don't do that. Don't do that. Let's, we we don't know how it happened, but we know that we're going to make sure it never happens again. That's not right. Although, but okay, just here's the one thing I want. There are some women in New York that like, I've totally gotten to the extent of a conversation where they're, where that's come up and, and so I could totally see a handful of people be like, oh my God, yeah, let's, let's see, let me see the nudes you've got. I'm dead but, fucking serious. So like, okay. Yes. But not for like two hours, not the entire two hours. Date. No, not the whole date. Yeah. Spent over two hours is a long time. That's an entire movie's worth. That, that is, nudes. there's a lot of other things you can do or talk about or in two hours, look at in two hours. Um, anyway, Jonah, what I want to hear, do you have any date fails off the top of your head or like no. dates you went into that didn't were like yeah, surprising? Well, yeah. I mean, the only one, the most recent one that I sort of vented about on, on my Instagram, on my story, AMA day on Sunday is that I took, went on this date with this really cool woman and we had a great first date and she came over and we like sang Little Mermaid and Dear Evan Hansen and like sat by the radiator and like kissed. And it was a really positive first date. And I knew she listened to Lindsay's fucking podcast. So I was like, look, you have all these rules in your head that Lindsay has told you, but I want to just get something <laughs> on the books here. I'm going to text you. I'm going to ask you to text me when you get home. And then she was like, you can text me while I'm on my way home. And I was like, okay. And then you'll just tell me when you're home. And she was like, yes. And then I was like, look, one more thing. I know you're probably not used to this. But because I like have now do this dating podcast thing, I want to be very clear with my intentions. I had right. a really great time with you tonight and I would love to see you again. And I just, you don't have to give me an answer, but like, I wanted to tell you that. And I don't expect you to tell me the same thing. I'm just saying, here's my cards on the table. Yeah. And she like looked at me like I was from a different planet <laughs> and she was like, okay. I was like, okay, I think I just, 
I was like, yeah, I, I don't think this is, you're, you don't like me. And I was like, I liked it, this whole thing. Then she left, whatever. Again, we kissed. It was like totally fine, sweet and like funny. Yeah. The, ne- the next day I sent her a TikTok um, as like a, re- as like an inside joke that we had no response. The next day after that, I text her being like, oh, I guess the Dear Evan Hansen TikTok uh, didn't resonate with you and no response to that. So it's not ghosting technically because like we didn't have plans. But no, but you texted her twice. She didn't answer. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not really ghosting, but it also kind of is because she's just ignoring you. And she's ignoring. Disappearing. But it's like, I, you know, I took the risk of like just being upfront with my intentions. But what I learned was I should never tell anyone who listens to Lindsay, Lindsay's podcast that. And she's younger. And I think the, the issue is if I had said this to anybody over, yeah. you know, a certain age, they would have responded differently. But yeah. So that's a date fail. That's a date lesson. It's not like funny, you know, but it's like, do I just want her? Cause she won't respond to me. Probably. Maybe. You know, what about you, Alana? I'm trying to think. I definitely have like a ton of fails up my sleeve, but the, the first one that comes to mind is it, it wasn't necessarily a fail cause the date went well, but I went on a date with someone and we like knew each other through like we met through work. We weren't coworkers, but we met through work. And I thought he was like 26. Mm. And I was maybe 23 at the time. I get there. I find out he's 33. Okay. His like arms are covered in tattoos. Wow. And this is just like a completely different person than I thought I was going on a date with. And I was like, wow. holy shit. I was like, cause also I was like, my mom would kill me if she knew I was on a date with somebody covered in tattoos. Mm, okay. Who's 33 years. Who's literally 10 years older than me. How did the date was go? good. Yeah. I was going to say, good. it doesn't sound like, it, sound like it, it wasn't a fail. It was just like a, wait a second. What? Um, right. You were surprised. Yeah. I was definitely surprised. I've, I mean, I've definitely had dates where like, I thought I was talking to a wall the entire time where like, and I understand that like I'm outgoing, but it's like, I'll ask questions to try and make it like a conversation and not just yeah. me talking. And then I'll get like a one or two word answer. And I'm like, okay, like next question. Yeah, I know. It sucks when that happens. Yeah. I wish it's I could can, think of like, uh, we should have prepped. Well, we'll come with date fails next well, time. I, I for sure don't. I mean, I've people ask that question all the time. I've never had a date fail necessarily. Like I've never had a date completely gone wrong or you know, I try to at least make sure the person I'm going to go out with isn't going to provide me with a date fail. <laughs> but I imagine it's different for you. I think, you know, no, because I think for the most part, it sounds like all these people that wrote in have experiences with men doing weird stuff. That's true. I'm looking at a certain a, list that I have right now to see if anything triggers. Prepare, prepare for next time. We got, we got many more of these yeah. to discuss, but uh, to quick plug to our Patreon account once more, you could go ahead and support us on there. Uh, again, Patreon is like a subscription tool. You can get a cup of coffee. You can get us a cup of coffee <laughs> or you can get a hat, a sweatshirt, um, texting chain. And our merch revamp. is out or in the Mer- next few days it will be. Merch will be out. You can buy merch officially. Merch yeah. gang. Um, and yeah, that's this has been a fun little bonus episode. I hope everyone has a nice Valentine's Day. Alana, any closing thoughts for our audience? Just like have a good Sunday. Don't overthink it it's it's the day after saturday the day before monday there will be really cheap candy on monday um again if you're anxious about what you're going to see on social media all of the seemingly happy couples and that's going to make you feel down about yourself first of all like totally valid second of all just don't go on social media you'll feel 
so great in a million different ways. Um, if you do choose to go on social media, again, we are going to be live at 6 p.m. Eastern time and it'll be a lot of fun. So you can spend your Valentine's Day with us. And guys, Jonah's spending Valentine's Day with me. Ah! And I guess technically that's true. Yeah. Technically it is true. Um, yeah, <laughs> just like don't stress. Just have a good day. Cool. All right. Everybody, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to so us. So much. Happy Valentine's Day, and we'll see you guys Happy on Tuesday. Sunday. Happy, Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, February 14th. Just another day. My half birthday is the 16th, so um, send me half of a happy birthday. Bye. Bye.